And welcome, everybody, to episode 109 of the Refresh to the Meat podcast. It is a Wednesday night, which means I am joined by my good friends and my co-hosts, Keegan Thompson and Aiden Haller, to talk Week 9 wide receiver rankings. We just talked through all things Week 9 running backs. We're feeling good. We're feeling excited. We're ready to rock and roll to talk about our favorite position. Keegan, how you doing, man? Um, I am going to have a an argument for one of my favorite players in in the league in this episode and i just cannot wait to see the disgust in your face no. Sean, when i talk about somebody this week you I'm can't keep excited. doing the marquise brown thing I'm <laughs> no 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 i'm done chasing unrealized air yards you have to stop they're not real yards are they in the room they're with not. us right now? Are they in Are the, the unrealized right? yards? In the room? Yeah, we're. Right you now. need to go tweet that. Somebody needs to go tweet that right now um, on our uh, on the RTM Twitter account. Uh, Aiden, how you doing, dude? I'm good. I'm good. I am. I'm zero for one in our debate class that we're having. Um, Tajay Spears got me. Tajay Spears got me. It's, it's just it's plain and simple. Go, go check it out. I. Uh, I tied it up going into the final game, and Cam Akers pretty much fumbled on the one yard line, and that's just sometimes how life goes. So you know, yeah, I'll that's be back. Like one semester of high school debate really did me solid there. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll be I back. did key in some advantages to do a little Google research because we're going to even it out. Don't worry, Aiden. On today's episode, we have our yeah. Week Nine wide receiver rankings. I've ranked the top forty-five wide receivers, and I've broken them into tiers. Keegan and Aiden have gone through each of my tiers, and they've highlighted a few guys they're starting, and a few of the guys they're sitting in the tier. But, and if you've watched our running back show, we have a new wrinkle. During the course of this episode, Keegan and Aiden will hear this quote from Hot Dub Time Machine. Uh-oh, look what daddy did! And when they hear this noise, it means they will debate a start-sit decision of my choosing, choosing of my, start sit decision of my choosing. <laughs> Keegan and Aiden will each get one minute to make their case. At the one minute mark, they will hear this noise. We do not care. After each debate, I will award in a winner. It is best two out of three. I've got three start sit decisions here. The winner of this episode gets to choose which type of milk the loser will have to drink on Sunday during milk was a bad choice. And they will get to choose the start-sit debates next week. All right, so I will not always be leading these start-sit decisions. But before we dive in today's episode, today's episode is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Fantasy drafts might be over, but you can still put your knowledge to the test and win cash prizes on Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy now has an exclusive offer for new customers. Not only will they double your deposit up to 100 bucks, they are offering a mystery pick'em special when you sign up using promo code RTM. With four teams on a bye this week, means the mean team needs us, right, fellas? You guys ready to go? Let's rock. Yep. We ready to grip and rip this thing? All right, let's pull up the rankings here. So... We just went through the running backs. Receivers are just, they're just so much more pleasant. I'm just, I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, I have the top two guys in a tier of their own this week. I've got at wide receiver one this week, Jamar Chase, and at wide receiver two this week, Tyreek Hill. I have Jamar Chase one because he's the number one in usage and the number one in production over the past month. Joe Burrow looks healthy, and I don't really believe in the cornerbacks in that Buffalo secondary. I think Jamar Chase is going to eat. 
Uh, Tyreek Hill is Tyreek Hill. So he's always going to be number one unless I get a little crazy and move Jamar Chase ahead of him. The next tier that I've got here is wide receivers three through six. I've got CeeDee Lamb, A.J. Brown, Stephon Diggs, and Keenan Allen. CeeDee Lamb, wide receiver 24 in usage and wide receiver six in production over the past month. He's got a great game script environment and a plus matchup versus a Eagles secondary surrendering the most fantasy points per game to wide receivers over the past month. I will pause here. What do you guys think about my top six wide receivers so far? No thoughts. Except for Keenan Allen being uh, number six. It's going to be tough. Oh. Uh, No bias. No bias. No bias on the show. No bias bias on the show. No bias. Um, Even matchups factored in, I'd probably still go AJ above CD. Um, I just think his role and usage is like, it's elite right now. It's truly elite. Jalen is targeting him what feels like every other play. CD has obviously the advantage matchup here. It is an absolute just donation bank. Come take it like whenever you need it with that Philly secondary right now. It is just free pick them. But AJ Brown, um, dog, absolute dog. <laughs> okay. I love it. I, I felt weird moving him down the ranks. He's just been dunking on regression. I'm not saying he's going to regress negatively, but it could happen against a pretty damn good uh, Cowboys secondary. The next tier that I have here is a mini tier, and it's the weirdest tier ever because it's wide receiver seven, Jalen Waddle, and wide receiver eight, Adam Thielen. Uh, very different <laughs> players. Um, I've, just like I've, we drew it up. I've got Thielen. <laughs> just like we drew it I've up. I've got Thielen two spots ahead of expert consensus rankings. He's the has the wide receiver two usage in the wide receiver four production over the past month. And he just got torched by the Saints receiving core last week. I think he should be ranked in the top 10 weekly. Uh, I just, I don't know how you could not have him in the top 10. Any thoughts on Thielen and Waddle? Waddle's been on a tear lately. Like, they've kind of phased out the run game since A-Chan got hurt. It's just been Waddle City. Uh, any thoughts on those two? No, I think okay. they're fine there. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to comprehend them being here. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's... Adam Thielen every week. It just, like, I feel like I'm like I'm going to wake up from a dream, and it's like, now that, like, the Thielen thing wasn't real. Like, that was that was a total gimmick but no it's it's, it's you know those uh, those tiktoks i always send you guys about um it's like the random player. just like one-off yeah. player takes like we're gonna get those in about it's gonna be this 10 years yeah. it's gonna be like people forget about adam thielen's one year and he was special. wide receiver one season in carolina he was special <laughs> the next year i have here is just wide receivers that should be performing better but aren't because of weird circumstances Wide receiver 9, Chris Olave. Wide receiver 10, Garrett Wilson. Wide receiver 11, Devontae Adams. Wide receiver 12, Devontae Smith. Wide receiver 13, Cooper Cup. Wide receiver 14, Puka Nakua. Um, big differences here. I've got Olave five spots ahead of expert consensus rankings. I've got Garrett Wilson three spots ahead of expert consensus rankings. Uh, Chris Olave, wide receiver 13 in usage. Wide receiver 33 in production over the past month. He had a walk-in TD, hit him in the face last week. He's got a matchup against the Bears secondary. They got torn apart by the Chargers. If there was ever a week for regression to hit it, it feels like this one. And then Garrett Wilson, not many people are talking about it. Insane usage, wide receiver eight usage, wide receiver 23 production in production. We're going to expect that when Zach Wilson's his quarterback. It might not be pretty, but at least Wilson is committing 
to really feeding Garrett Wilson a healthy dose of targets. You know, it's funny having these guys, you know, back-to-back considering the debate. Uh Uh-oh, look what daddy did. Uh Uh-oh, look what what daddy daddy did. did. Oh, oh, I know what this is going to be. Uh-oh. Aiden, I want you to debate why you should start Chris Olave against the Bears secondary. And Keegan, I want you to debate why we should start Garrett Wilson this week. Oh, no. now we're talking, no. Sean. He's got home field advantage. He has to go first. He's going first. He's going for first. Sure. He's going for first. Sure. All right. For sure. This is fun. This is a good one. All right, Keegan, I'm starting you off in three, two, one, go. Okay, so Garrett Wilson, we'll start off with this. He has a league high 46% of first read targets from Zach Wilson. We're looking at Garrett Wilson early and often. He scored at least 17 fantasy points in two straight games while reaching 15 points in three of his last four. His down games are about eight to 10 points, so the floor is pretty reliable. You're talking about Zach Wilson's favorite target here against the defense that has given up the most receiving yards on the season with the Los Angeles Chargers. If they want to keep up with him, they're going to have to pass the ball. I feel like this is a great opportunity for Garrett Wilson. Chargers have also allowed the third most fantasy points per game to wide receivers. That includes, this, like I mentioned, the first most yards to the position. So... I think there's a good chance the Jets get right in the passing game this weekend. Garrett Wilson absolutely hits home with a touchdown and at least eight We do targets. not care. Boom. We do not care. All right. Oh, we do care. We do care here. We do not okay. care. Aiden. <laughs> I hate that you have that you, power. You've got three seconds here. Three, two, one. Why are we starting to lave over the Bears secondary? For starters, this is all about matchup. This is a bad defense. No way around it. Just got absolutely torched (laughs) on Sunday night against Justin Herbert. Dude had 300 yards and three tutties. Not to mention, Derek Carr's on a bit of a heater himself. Three games in a row passing over 300 yards. So don't look now, but that shoulder is starting to heal. And he's getting healthy. Chris Olave, double-digit targets in three games in a row. Uh two games the other one was nine i cheated and has only scored <laughs> once this year i i watched the touchdown in it i watched that ball hit his face like six different times this week and couldn't believe my eyes regression is the name that's our game this guy is so due for an explosive game absolute target hog in that offense and a bears team that just really doesn't like playing football or at least not playing it well so give we do not Lava. care Dude, you had home field advantage too. You had just as much of an advantage we talking about your defense. <laughs> They're right. ass. He, right, They're so ass. Keegan had all of the stats, he had all of them. But then Aiden said terrible defense. He then said they don't even want to play football. Then he made a rhyme. And then he said regression no, is the name. No. He said regression is the name. <laughs> this is Congratulations, crap. Aiden. <laughs> what? <laughs> Congratulations, bro! Winning round are the one. are the Chris Olave expected fantasy points in the room with us right now? Dude, this is bullshit. I'm starting Olave. All right, uh, I guess the two last guys in this tier that I have neck and neck: Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. I've got Cup minus four spots, Puka and, up one. Man, that was huge. I, that was a big one. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just think both of these guys need to be uh, right next to each other. Uh, Matthew Stafford might play. He might not. He didn't practice. He's definitely not going on IR. So this we're not Jover quite yet, but it's going to be cold. His thumbs hurt, so I don't know. You still can't bench those guys. You just anyone that doubts it sucks. Have fun with that. It sucks. 
Next tier that I've got here is wide receivers 15 through wide receivers 20. I've got Nico Collins here at wide receiver 15, two spots ahead of expert consensus rankings. DK Metcalf, wide receiver 16. I've got Deontay Johnson, eight spots ahead of expert consensus rankings at wide receiver 17. I've got Mike Evans, wide receiver 18, minus seven. And I've got Chris Godwin, wide receiver 19, 10 spots up. And Michael Pittman at wide receiver 20. I think the major call out here, Deontay Johnson at wide receiver 17, wide receiver 10 usage, wide receiver 19 in production. Is it going to be Mitch? Is it going to be Kenny Pickett? I don't care. He's back to just being an alpha in this offense. And then Mike Evans versus Chris Godwin here. So Mike Evans has wide receiver 20 usage and wide receiver 25 production over the past month. Chris Godwin, wide receiver 15 usage, wide receiver 18 in production over the past month. I think defenses have keyed in on how to stop Mike Evans. Mike Evans is always a deep touchdown threat away, and that's why he's ranked one spot ahead of Chris Godwin in my rankings. But come on, like Godwin's outproducing him right now. I, I think we have to take a look at Godwin, how much more explosive he looks two years now, pretty much fully removed from the ACL. I, I think they're just neck and neck, and I don't think rankings have caught up yet. So I'll pause here at this tier. Any thoughts any guys you like any guys you don't like i'd personally go with godwin he's outscored him in three of the last four games i think to your point um it's kind of flipping that way towards godwin being kind of at least the higher volume play again th uh, three of those four games too he's out targeted him mike evans is always the home run threat which is you know you know i would say scary but which gives him a unique you know differentiator where he can catch two balls and outscore Chris Godwin, who reels an eight. But I think Godwin is developing more rapport with Baker Mayfield. So that's personally my cup of tea between those two guys. But yeah, I think having them next to each other is pretty fair. I would just flop them. I really like Nico and uh, Deontay in this range. The aggressive Deontay ranking for you, uh, for you, Sean, makes kind of a lot of sense to me there. I definitely think just, you know, his role and PPR is just so sound. I mean, he's he's definitely like a, a demand targets type of player, and I really like his opportunity in this matchup. Um, and Nico Collins as well. I mean, since week six, the Bucks have allowed six different receivers to score at least 11 PPR points against them. Tampa Bay also sets up really well against the run game. Pierce a little banged up, Singletary's, you know, Singletary. So if the run game struggles, the Texans could have to lean a bit more on their passing attack. And, you know, Nico Collins is – Still averaging like 15 and a half points a game right now. And, you know, last week, three different Buffalo wide receivers essentially eight against the Buccaneers. So, this is a very fantasy friendly matchup for Nico. Um, and Deontay, just, I think he might be back. I don't care who the quarterback is, but I mean, he's 14 targets in week eight, 20 targets, 14 targets the past two weeks, then, I think, or more. He might have more actually. eight catches for 85 yards. I mean, he's at least scored 13 PBR points his last two healthy games. And so, his quarterback completely I think missed matchup. him in the end zone. We're, we're so bad. Oh, yeah. So bad. That one was so bad. So that bad. was like a full, like, three, that was egregious. Yeah, it was, it was bad. Uh, the next range of guys that I've got here, I, I can't believe he made it this high, but I've got Terry McLaurin, 21. T. Higgins is the guy that I'm uh, questioning why I'm so high, but T. Higgins, wide receiver, 22. I kid. He looked good last week. We'll give him that. DeAndre Hopkins, wide receiver, 23. Amari Cooper, wide receiver, 24. Zay Flowers, wide receiver, 25. I got him minus six spots 
below expert consensus rankings. DJ Moore, wide receiver, 26, minus six spots ahead of expert consensus rankings. Jacoby Myers, wide receiver, 27. Jordan Addison, wide receiver, 28. I've got him up five spots. Gabe Davis, wide receiver, 29. And George Pickens, wide receiver, 30. So that's a that's a pretty big tier. It probably has a break, right? I, I mean, I think that's realistic. But just for the sake of kind of lumping these guys together, in this category, in this phase, you know, guys that I'm I'm high on, um, I'm, I'm up on Jordan Addison. I understand this new quarterback situation sucks, but let's not bury the kid yet. He, he's got wide receiver 12 usage, and he's the wide receiver 7 in production over the past month. He's the wide receiver 2 in fantasy over the last like 2 to 3 weeks. I understand it's not ideal, but I'm not bumping this guy into the 30s quite yet. Let's let's give him a week to defend his uh, his you know standing here in fantasy circles. And then Zay Flowers has wide receiver 32 usage, and he has wide receiver 35 production over the past month. He's been excellent, but he's not a top 20 wide receiver weekly, and I don't think he should be there. So I think wide receiver 25 is a good spot for him to be. And DJ Moore, and wide receiver 31 usage, wide receiver 8 in production over the past month that helped going nuclear against the Commanders. Until DJ comes, I mean, until Justin Fields comes back, I just, it's hard for me to get super ambitious with my DJ Moore ranking. So Pain. this is good. You've got, you've got some fun players in this range. You've got some guys who had big weeks. So I like this range. Uh-oh, look what daddy did. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, look what daddy did. He makes did. me laugh every time. No. His face every time. He acts oh, like he doesn't know no. it's coming. Oh, it shocks me. It surprised me. <laughs> All right, Aiden, I want you to tell me why I should start DJ Moore in fantasy this week. And Keegan, I want you to tell me why you should start, why I should start Gabe Davis in fantasy this week. No, not Gabe. Aiden, you're going to go first for DJ Moore. I'm going to put you on the clock starting now. So DJ Moore, the ultimate case at the end of the day is volume, 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 and an absolute alpha in that offense. Darnell Mooney is a wide receiver three at best, and DJ Moore is going to continue having a pretty safe floor in fantasy. His home run hitting kind of uh, performances that we saw with Justin Fields are not very likely, but his last three games, he still has eight targets, nine targets, six targets, averaging just over about 12 points per game. The Saints secondary is quite good, but again, I'm really just banking on volume here with DJ Moore. The guy hasn't had Justin Fields in about three weeks now and is still fifth in the NFL in receiving yards. At the end of the day, this guy in his career has just produced with crap quarterbacks, and that's nothing against T-Bag, but Justin Fields is much better for his outcome, and I really just don't think it matters. DJ we do not care. Volume focused. We do not All care. All right, Keegan, you have got it. You are on the clock in three, two, one. All right, so we're back riding the Gabe Davis roller coaster, and right now we're in the middle of a touchdown loop de loop. I expect the streak to continue again for Gabe Davis against the Bengals. So far, two players have racked up 100 receiving yards in a game against Cincinnati this season. Uh, Bengals have also allowed nine different players to catch a touchdown pass against them this season. Gabe Davis is coming up coming off one of his best games uh, last week. He's also accumulated 275 yards receiving on 22 catches um, on 32 targets with three touchdowns in his past five games. I mean, the guy is hot minus a couple down weeks. He had a four-week stretch where he scored every week, took two weeks off. Now he's back to scoring again last week. So we're basically expecting another four-week stretch of Gabe Davis boom weeks. 
like I said, coming off his best game of the week. And this total is almost 50 points on the weekend. So I feel like it's got to be a pass-happy matchup for Josh Allen to keep up with a hot and streaking Bengals team that has a healthy job. We do not care. You do care. We do not care. I care. (laughs) I care, Keegan. Um. I was going to give it to Aiden. I really was. I was ready to give it to him. But then you said 51-point total, and then you said Josh Allen, and then I remembered Aiden said teabag and the fact that DJ Moore has produced with crap quarterbacks his whole career. It's just factually not true. Last year was horrendous. So I am going to give this one. No, it one. wasn't. No, it wasn't. And not until Darnold, but with Baker, he couldn't produce anything. I am going to give this he was one. A, he was a fantasy playoff winner. I'm going to give this one to Keegan. I can't believe I, I did talk. have some notes for. I had some notes for Gabe Davis ready to go. <laughs> yeah, so any. Uh, I'm, I did I'm not. Glad I to get to talk. I had to DJ him. Moore as a fade this week. I had DJ Moore as a fade. Here we go. Here we uh, go. I, list, I wait, Sean. Before guys, we move on to the next, guys. yeah, you give me some thoughts on this tier because I listed off a bunch. Uh, before, yeah, before we go to it, I just want to talk about my guy T Higgins. I feel like this is the week that he gets back to his normal self. Uh, Everything I just said about Gabe Davis. In this shootout environment, 50 points, 51 points. I'm not sure where it's at right now. And it opened around like 49 and a half. But Bills have allowed eight receivers to score at least 11 PPR points in the last four games. They've also allowed three different pairs of receivers to hit 11 points per game. So Chase and Higgins should both be able to eat in this matchup. He looked a bit more like himself with five catches for 69 yards and six targets, but he just didn't score a touchdown again. Here's a tweet from Scott Barrett I wanted to share with you guys. This is a list of wide receivers, and the stat is basically percentage of targets between wide receivers and tight end that were deemed open or wide open on balls thrown more than five yards downfield. Jamar Chase, 50% targets that are open or wide open at number one. Brandon Ayuk, 50%, two, so technically tied for one. Tyree Kill, 47.4% of his targets down five yards or more were deemed open or wide open. At number 51, 51 is T Higgins and only 18.8% of his targets down five yards or more were deemed that he was open or wide open. I don't know if that's a separation stat or if it's a bad throw stat. I'm choosing it to be a poor throw selection stat and I'm riding with T Higgins this week and creating my own narrative. Yeah. I don't know if that helps your argument. (laughs) It doesn't, but that's the best thing about stats. You can make them for or against you. However you want to look at them. I thought you were about to be like, T. Higgins, number five. And I'd be like, whoa, that's interesting. You're like 51. I was like, wait, that's not where you want to be. If anything, you just It's just been a bad sled of games for him and the Bengals. So I'm expecting him to get hot this week and, and get back to business. I, I'm kind of excited for T. Higgins. I feel like it's coming. Also, I think Amari Cooper has a really good matchup this he week. He has a great matchup against Arizona. <laughs> I like Terry, too. Um, Terry's sneaky heating up sneaky heating up yeah terry and the commanders have a good matchup i have some notes on dotson so i'll wait until we get into that range of receivers i'm nervous about jordan addison guys i sold my first share of him this week in the Superflex league you i should still be. have two more shares of jordan addison but this week might be bad i think this is a wait and see week for pass catchers other than tj telling what what jaron what is it jaron or darren is it jaron i think it's jaron jarrett Jaron, right? Jaron, or I thought it was Jaron. Okay, Jaron. I think there's an N. I think it's Jaron. Yeah. Hard hitting analysis. Somebody in the Jaren. comments. Don't you guys do your research? I think it's Jaron. <laughs> I, I, I look. I understand. BYU Cougars. Addison's in danger, but let's not drop him into 
Marquise Brown land quite yet. Let's let's see him do it. But for they're a unrealized week. air yards. <laughs> Come on. Are they in the they're unrealized, bro. Unrealized. You need to realize them. Um, anything else on this group of guys before we go on to the next tier? No, I'm just staring down this next tier like I'm going to get shafted. Wondering who you're going to have to debate. All right. <laughs> so mm-hmm. the next tier of guys here, I've got wide receiver 31, Josh Downs. Wide receiver 32, Tyler Lockett. Wide receiver 33, Marquise Brown. Wide receiver th- 34, Drake London, who might not even play. He's day-to-day with a groin. I've got wide receiver 35, Demario Douglas. Pop Douglas, 10 spots ahead of expert consensus rankings. Calling my shot a little bit with this one. Wide receiver 36, Christian Watson. Wide receiver 37, Tank Dell. Wide receiver 38, Josh Palmer. Big moves in terms of expert consensus rankings. It's just Pop Douglas. Wide receiver 42 usage. Wide receiver 60 in production over the past month. Washington might have one of the worst defenses in the NFL right now, and Douglas might really be the only guy on the Patriots worth targeting um, out there on the field. Really fun dart throw this week. I have no idea if it's going to land, but... I mean, I mean, like somebody's got to catch passes, right? So that's that's really my big riser in this range. I feel like there are a couple diamonds in the rough. I it's just it's hard to really get a thumbprint on who is going to do what. And uh oh, look what Daddy did! Oh, I'm nervous. Oh, I'm nervous. All right, this is for all this the marbles. Is, this is so. This bad. is for all the oh, marbles. God. All right, Keegan, you have to tell me why I need to start Demario Douglas, Pop Douglas, this week. Oh, I was fucking hell. <laughs> Aiden, you need to tell me why I need to start Christian Watson this week. No. No. <laughs> no. Yep. Uh, yep. I'm drink I'm I'm drinking milk. Nope. It's not okay. happening. Give me I'll give you one milk. minute here, all right? Aiden, I'm gonna give you one minute. Keegan's gonna go first. Keegan. I'm dead. I'm a dead man. You're not dead. I know you can believe in it. Summon it. All right. Keegan, here you go. All right, so Pop Douglas, the case for him. Although he has Mac Jones throwing him the ball, the Washington Commanders have allowed the most fantasy points total on the season to opposing quarterbacks and also fourth most fantasy points to the wide receiver position um, in fantasy football right now. Pop Douglas is going to be the lone viable wide receiver with uh, Kendrick Bourne, ACL, and Devontae Parker banged up. Juju is washed. He also led the New England receivers last week with 41 snaps, had five catches on seven targets. He only got 25 yards, but now he has a really good uh, matchup. Sorry, I said number four. They're the number two most fantasy points allowed to wide receivers, the Washington Commanders. They have no Montez Sweat. They have no Chase Young for pass rushing. Their cornerbacks are Swiss cheese. This is a fantastic matchup for the New England passing game this week. And if anybody's going to hit home, it's got to be Demario Douglas. Uh, we do not care. Fuck. Yeah, I don't really care about Pop Douglas, but I made my best case. Aiden, you ready? <laughs> uh-huh. All right. You're on the clock. Here I am. Christian Watson. Let me tell you about a guy that can break big plays, baby. If you're looking for explosive, absolute home run hitting guys, Christian Watson's your guy. Not to mention, he is quietly coming off one of his better games of the year in terms of targets. Eight targets, best on the season. Jordan Love is looking his way, and he believes in his young second-year wide receiver. Rams also coming off a game in which they gave up quite a few points to none other than C.D. Lamb. 
They do rank quite well overall in the season in terms of giving up uh, yards to the wide receiver position, but I think a lot of that is buoyed from some early production. This defense is gettable. I think the Packers are due for a big positive regression game, and Christian Watson is going to have one of his signature home run plays. So slot him in the lineup with confidence. 10 out of 10 play. We do not care. What sucks is Sean loves Christian Watson, and he all he needed to hear was home run play. And you could have said nothing for a minute, and you probably still have a better argument. Congratulations, Aiden. Yeah, bullshit. He didn't even try. He, he said had, he was he coming off his targets. best game in terms of targets. He had eight, <laughs> he had eight targets and home run. He said eight. Well, because I thought he was going to say his best game, and it was like thirty yards, which was cracking me up. But they're home cooking, baby. Home cooking. Aiden, you are the it, champ. It is the best um, game in terms of targets. I didn't lie, but I just I kind of misled the start of it. And then I said, you know, <laughs> he, he only caught three of those. I didn't say how many he caught. Yeah, Jordan yeah. Love might be really bad. Okay, so this tier here, yes. I, I went from wide receivers 31 it's to wide receiver miracle. 38. Any any comments on these guys before we go to the kind of the last tier that we have here and get out of here? Yeah, give me Josh Downs back in my lineup again, baby. Ride the hot hand, 13.1 PPR points in four games in a row and five of his last six. I'm riding Downs again. Two touchdowns in his past three games hey, and four yeah. games in a row with at least six targets. Carolina, we pulled. I pulled this stat last week against zone for some wide receivers, but again, opportunity for Josh Downs. Carolina's running zone coverage 83% of the time, third highest in the NFL. Downs leading the Colts receivers in yards against zone. Um, in weeks six through eight, with Minshew starting, Josh Downs is 19.3% target share, 21.8% of the first three target shares. Um, he's also first on the team in yards per route run, minimum of 10 routes, and 24.5% of the air yard share in that span. He's also averaging about 73 yards a game. So give me Josh Downs back in my starting lineup again. Wow. You I were might, ready for Josh Downs. I might need to that get wasn't him just above, off the dome. I might need to get him above Jordan Addison. I'm, I'm feeling a little... I feel a little peckish about Jordan Addison now. Uh, Aiden, any other guys in compelling. this range? Or is it? Was it really? I'm not feeling compelled. <laughs> is, it, is it? Is it compelling, Keegan? <laughs> is it compelling, Keegan? Uh, no, no. This is um, this range is fine for me. This range is fine for me. <laughs> uh, before we get out of here, wide receivers 39 <laughs> through 45. Uh, wide receiver 39, Rashi Rice. Wide receiver 40, Michael Thomas. 41, Rashid Shahid. Wide receiver 42, Jahan Dotson. Wide receiver 43, Romeo Dobbs. Wide receiver 44, Brandon Cooks. Wide receiver 45, JSN. My big faller here is Rashi Rice. Rashi Rice. Wide receiver 56 in usage. Wide receiver 31 in production over the past month. I love that Rice has gotten more consistent snaps, but it doesn't change the fact that he's a TD-dependent play. It's really hard to rank him above other people and be super confident about it. So if he uh, starts to see more usage, it'll be an easy weekly play. He's a pretty efficient and talented player. But until then, he is a total dirt throw, in my opinion. Um, out of this tier, I'm going to put my neck on the line and maybe some substantial chunky milk. And uh, I'm going to call a shot here and say this is the week that Jahan Dotson like, takes the step up and goes back to the normal to Hotson. Jahan Dotson we're expecting. I mean, coming off week? his best game of the season easily, but... Everything I just said about Pop Douglas a moment ago, no sweat, no young, defense is Swiss cheese. New England's going to score points, and that means Sam Howell and the Hive are going to have to pass, 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 and stay in the game. New England's still a pretty formidable defense, but they're going to have to keep up with them if they want to win the game. Dawson's coming off an eight-catch, 10-target game, 108 yards, and a touchdown outing against Philly. Curtis Samuel a little banged up. Last week, three Dolphins wide receivers scored a touchdown. Three 
not two, not one, three different Dolphins wide receivers, including the likes of Cedric Wilson, scored a touchdown against New England. I think this is going to be a week where we're like, oh, yeah, Jahan Dotson is is definitely back. Jahan Dotson is a thing again. And, dude, if they throw the ball 40 times or 50 times again, how do you not hit home with that? That's fair. I'm pretty in. I just want to flag how hilarious Michael Thomas's stat lines are this year. <laughs> It's like end. the most consistently mid thing of all time, dude. He has no less than 42 yards, no more than 68, no more, no less than three catches, no more than seven. It's like you will hang out at 10 points and you will like it, and that's all I can <laughs> give you, dude. Eight weeks in a row, it's just like you know exactly what he's going to give you. Maybe he catches a touchdown and gets you to 15, but, dude, yeah, it's Michael Thomas is dust. Slant boy is no more, but... um. Yeah, he's like I, a tight end. I would personally, I I would bet on Shahid hitting home before Christian Watson. If we're being quite honest here, man, that guy, he's been doing it all year. Christian Watson, dude, the guy gets injured every other game. So, give me Shahid. I uh, it's why I put them right next to each other. <laughs> Thomas has more usage, but Shahid's just electric. But that's it. That's uh, wide receivers for Week Nine. Aiden, our champion. Anything you got to say to the listeners before we jump? That's such bullshit. So you won running I'm backs. back, baby. You can't um, win them all. There'll be no clipping me talking about the Packers like that. Like that'll never happen again. That was <laughs> that was a one-off. So like for the people oh out there, God, that like TikTok is going to hit. No, we got to make it's, it. <laughs> it's a. It's always been bear down, bear down forever. Two, you know, two and six, and I'm still here, ten toes down. So no, it's this is not <laughs> standing on business. <laughs> yeah, this does not reflect my views. <laughs> No bias. No bias in this podcast. Oh, jeez. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh Uh-oh. Look what daddy did. uh, (laughs) Until next time.